When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. I put favor with Alexia Napola and Marisol Patton, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hi, amiga. So you look beautiful. Thank you. It's good to see your face. Yes, I have feel like I haven't seen you since Saturday night. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. And I don't even think we chat yesterday. I slept until like 1030 and then hit the road with Steve to, you know. Spend my time with my Sunday hubs. fun day. Yes. Good for you. That's my sanity. Okay. Well, here we are again. Para chismear un poco. Mm-hmm. Chimoseo and cockies. Yes. We have uh, a lot of things to chat about today. Chismear. Yeah. So do you want to start off? Why don't we just start off by one of the questions that we left off last week when our fans were um, writing to us and asking us questions about us and who we were and where we came from. Yeah, one of the ones we didn't get to finish was um, about our mothers and how they got settled in the U.S. and um, what their stories were when they first got here. What was Nancy's story? My mom's story is a long story. And um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, many other Cubans who had to leave um, the island of Cuba in 1959 through 62 or whatever year it was that um, a lot of people came. Those were the years. So my mom came in, I think, 1961. She came a little bit after the revolution. So fortunately or unfortunately, she got to live a little bit of um, of the revolution. 
And because of that, she was in medical school in the University of La Habana. And um, she had to leave from one day to the other, pretty much like a lot of the Cubans. And she wasn't even able to take like her her notes with her, like her grades, you know, as far as like the, the university went. Oh, so right, she pretty much came with nothing. And mm-hmm. she, I remember the story of her telling me that when she got to the airport, she got to come by plane. And she had an aunt in New York. My grandmother, her mom stayed behind. And so she came all by herself. She was 27 years old. She came with what she was wearing and she wasn't allowed to bring anything with her. And in the airport, she had to take off her ring, which was the only possession that she had at this point, her um, graduation ring. And she told me she just had to take everything off and just leave it there in the airport. But most importantly, she had to leave my mom and her family behind. Oh and she God, came to terrible. Miami yeah. where she had some friends of the family and, you know, they put her up and my grandmother, you know, was able to send her a little bit of money while she was here. She had an aunt that was in New York that was already working in La Factoria. So mm-hmm. she started sending my mom money. And then sure enough, a little bit later, my dad came at this point, my mom and my dad were not married yet. They were both medical students in La Universidad de La Habana. So he was able to come as well. His mom and his parents were taking care of him here. They started cleaning the floor at the hospitals. And when they realized that they weren't going to be able to continue with their medical career here, that they were going to have to leave to Spain, they went to Madrid and then to um, Salamanca. They registered there and they basically had to start medical school again, because like I said, they left Cuba with no grades, with no notes, with no Mm -hmm. paperwork, with no degrees, with nothing. It was like they had to start from zero again. Oh, my God. Luckily for them, they had gone, you know, they they already knew some medicine. But can you imagine like just telling you like you need to, you know, go from one day to the other, like leave all your possessions, leave your family, forget about your possessions, because those are material Mm -hmm. things that are very replaceable. But just say goodbye to your mom, like at the age of 27 and not know whether you're ever going to see them again. Did she see her mom again? She did. So my grandmother was able to come. You know, my grandmother was able to leave um, Cuba, to leave La Habana and then to go to New York where she started working at the factory with her sister. And that's how she would maintain my mom. My, you know, my grandmother would send her a dinerito like every month, you know, and, you know, they lived in like really poor conditions. But all they wanted was to go, you know, to go to medical school and to be able to graduate and be able to come to this country and come back to Miami And, you know, be able to live the American dream like all the immigrants have pretty much been able to do thanks to this, you know, incredible country that gave us the opportunity, gave my parents the opportunity. So they did that. My sister was born in Spain because while they were studying, my sister, my mom and my dad got married. They finished medical school. And again, like my dad's family was supporting my dad. My mom's family was supporting her. They had un dinerito. And, um, and, they, and they were able to come here. So like everyone, like every immigrant that wanted to come back over here and they started here, they studied for the boards, they did the residency here. My mom did her specialty in psychiatry. My father did an orthopedic surgery. My sister was born in Spain. They came back to this country and, you know, and that's it. Two years later, I was born and, you know, luckily, you know, they were able to Yay. pass all their, all their exams <laughs> and their boards. And then they started, you know, with like their little office in, in Calle Ocho. My mom. Oh, they they worked together. Her little consulta. No, 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 they didn't. So my parents got divorced, but that's another story. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, but that's how my mom, you know, came from from Cuba in 1961. And wow. um, my mother had a half brother, so he was able to come like with his mom. And I see, you know, little by little, they all started you know, coming. Her cousins and their aunts and all the family started coming. And you know, luckily, I don't have any more family, you know, direct family like that in Cuba. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, you know, a good successful story in the fact that they were all able to leave and, you know, and be and be here. Yeah. And what about your mom? My mother, so my grandfather was in the printing business. I don't know if he had newspapers. I don't remember because my mom didn't like to talk about her life in Cuba very much. You know, a lot of people come here and they love mm-hmm. to talk about how amazing it was. She never talked about it. She was okay. more enamored with my dad's family. And all their history. It was a lot of history. My grandmother's a daughter of the American Revolution. It's 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 a lot of history on the, my dad's side of the family. So my, my my mother's family had a home in Miami, and she came to Miami and lived in that home while she went to the University of Miami with her sister. That's so cool. Oh, so she went to UM. She went to UM before Castro came. Then Castro came. And before you knew it, the whole family was in that house. It wasn't that big for the whole family. I Everybody came. My mother, my abuelo, she had, um, there were five of them. Everybody was there. And Well, they're so she, lucky that they all got to, to come here. They all came here and they all lived in that house together. It was there over there, like near Flagler by the dog track over there. When Miami was sparse, but right. near the airport. And then... Um, my mom had to go to work and her sister too. They stopped going to the university and my mom operated an elevator. Oh my God, how much fun. I can't even imagine your mom in an elevator operating the elevator. You know the one with the metal accordion door that you would pull, like the ones they had in downtown? Oh my God, que abría la puertecita. Yes. She did that. She operated an elevator. Then she met my stepbrother's father, Charlie Jones. They got married. They had my brother. He wasn't a good husband. They divorced very young when my brother was like two. And then she met my father, who also had a small son. And then she married him. So she never finished school. She didn't finish the university. She didn't finish university. And my father went to eighth grade. He only went to eighth grade. but And he came from a very good, well-to-do family. But he was a worker. And he worked and... He became very successful yeah, wrong with that. in his industry. Yeah, but I mean, you don't hear people just going to like eighth grade anymore. That's from the 30s and the 40s. Right. And, no, that's so, yeah, yeah, that's very back in the day. And they were mm-hmm. still very successful. Like your education didn't really determine your outcome in life. They were very hard right. workers. Yeah. They had different, and, different, yeah. They had different work values and ethics. Yeah, different and work that's why ethics. they became so successful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the drive in your belly. At the end of the day, I always say that. So anyway, they five they got married, raised two young men, and five years later had me. And that's their story. And that's how she got here. And she came on a plane. Yeah, my mom came in a plane, too, because not, like, not yeah. everybody. Yes, my yeah, mom was lucky enough, too, that got to come. And I don't know that it was like a lottery. I, I remember my mother, just like your mom, always never really liked to talk so much about Cuba. Uh-huh. Because I feel like our parents' generation that were forced out of their country mm-hmm. is such like a bad memory, mm-hmm. you know, in their and, you know, that time in their life that they really didn't want to talk about it. But. You know, I did hear like different stories. And I remember the first time when I went back to Cuba for like art reasons with a friend of mine, I had to lie to my mom. I my mom did not know uh, that I was go- that I was going to Cuba because my mom like was that, that person that was would have never gone back to Cuba. My mother never went back either. Mm-hmm. Never. So I, I lied to my mom. But because I, I would talk to my mom for, you know, every day, just like you so many times a day. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, Donde está Alexia? Where's Alexia? Like, I know there's something uh-huh. going on. So basically, like, Herman had to tell her, <laughs> like, your daughter's in Cuba. Oh, no. <laughs> but, right. 
But she went with a friend and everything's okay. But like she didn't want to tell you because she knew it was going to upset you. And um, so, of course, when I was in La Habana, I, I went to different art and cultural things because, like I said, I accompanied a friend of mine that was very much into Cuban art. Mm-hmm. And I got to visit La Universidad de La Habana and I took pictures and I thought I was going to come back and share all these things with my mom. And when I saw my mom and I sat down and I wanted to tell her all these things, she started she crying. Was, oh, God. And she was like, I mean, no me enseña ninguna foto. I don't want to see uh, any pictures of that. I had to leave. Was she mad at you? You know, my country. She was mad. She was very nostalgic. And then she gave me the example. She goes, Alexia, imagine you being, you know, in, in when you were in school, like in your university and that they come and they tell you, you have to move out of this house. You have to leave your family behind. You never know when you're going to see them right. again. And they take all your degrees from you, all your education. Yeah. You're nothing. They're just like everything you, you in did a plane. If you want to leave, it's nothing. You have to start yeah. from zero again. Yeah. And she's like, so how can I, you know, be okay with that? How can I just, you know, listen? Because I was trying to tell my mom, mom, you know, things are changing. You know, hopefully, you know, there's going to be, you know, you know, you're going to get to live it. You can get to see it. You know, there might be a future things opening up. And my mother's like, no, no, no. Like, this is why we left. You know, you you can't believe that. Like, that's never. I mean, I wish it would happen. But, you know, yeah. and here we are again. That must have been mm-hmm. like 17 years ago. And 17 years have happened. And it's still communist and it's still, you know, the way that that they left it. And like I said, you know, my mom did live like two or three years, that revolution. And I think that that's why she was so, you know, affected by it. And Mm -hmm. she wanted Mm -hmm. nothing to do with knowing that I had gone back to see Cuba. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see where my parents were from, you know, had a different, you know. Yeah. You know, and and even after like I won and I took my kids because my kids were like, mom, we want to know where like. We're from, we want to know where, you know, my mom, my grandmother, their dad was born in Cuba and came Mm -hmm. at a very young age. But, you know, their dad's family is very Cuban. So he wanted to see that. He's like, you know, we want to see like the Cuba that your parents left, which, by the way, is the same. Like Mm -hmm. 1959, 60, 61 is kind of like it stops in time. Yeah. Like you go back now and it's the same Cuba that our parents uh-huh. left because nothing's uh-huh. been done, obviously. Uh-huh. So it, it was, you know, it was it was a good experience for me. But I always respected that my parents and, you know, our parents generation felt the way that they do. Because when my mom really, you know, turned it back to me and gave me that example, I said, I'm sorry, mom. I'm sorry for, you know, for doing that, for disappointing you. But I also wanted her to see that for me, it was more about knowing where she came from and, you know, going back and listening to all those stories that she told me. Like, yeah. and when I got to Cuba and I met Cubans, they were like, how do you know so much about Cuba? And I said, because my parents would talk about Cuban and the culture and the traditions like every single day we continue to celebrate you know Noche Buena and eat Cuban food and speak in Spanish like you know we we grew up you know very Cuban I barely did any of that well you had a gringo dad your father was American he was American and he did not want rice and beans he wanted American food why they're so good American people love rice and beans he didn't like it he's like it tastes like dirt I want pasta I want steak we had steak every night salads it was very American European at home yeah and she never really talked about Cuba that's surprising because you're really you're very Cuban like the way that you are you know considering that you were raised so non-Cuban yeah well, Miami raised me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was raised by my city and I find it very fun. I love the folklore. I love talking Guanasa. It's very right. funny and, and fun to me. And your mom was me. really Guanasa too. Yeah. I mean, I remember like the, she was very, in her own way. She was very Latin, but 
I always felt like she was so Italian in her own way, too. Like, I don't know. She was. Well, my mom was very European, too. My mom's yeah. Spanish. Yeah, my mom yeah. thought she was Spanish. And she says, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't. I would be, you know, Parisian. So they my mom same. was also very European. Yeah, <laughs> yes. she was also very pain. But like inside of her, you know, she had mm. like that, you know, instilled in mm. her. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's where we come from. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get too much info. It was all about like my mother would keep scraps and scraps of newspapers and articles like the day my dad was born when he came out in the newspaper in 1929. And, you know, like everything that my family did on the American side, because she had no record. She had nothing. She was so here with mama nothing. Era una cubana arrepentida. She really loved my gringo waspy father and that whole lineage. And yeah, so. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's very interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. You have a good mix, my friend. Uh, that's why we like each other because we're so different. We're we're a lot the like, but we're very different too. That is true. That is true. Opposites attract. Hey guys, it's Rosalind Sanchez. And I'm Eric Winter. And together we host the He Said Ella Dijo podcast. Yes, after 18 years together, 15 married, we still disagree about a lot of things, but we do it with mucho amor. Right, Eric? Yes, dear. Whatever you say. I mean, sometimes you can be a, a dream popper. Okay, here we go again. But I love the way we can be open and honest with each other. Yeah, maybe a little too much. But that's what people like. A real couple going through real things. Ay, Dios mío. Well... <laughs> When we're not disagreeing slash arguing, we definitely chat with some fascinating people. Actors, musicians, life coaches, marriage experts. We definitely need those. Oh, God. Anyways, <laughs> we love our listeners and they've been so supportive through the years, so we must be doing something completely right. Sí, mi amor. Listen to He Said Ayadijo as a part of My Cultura Network on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. 
because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. All right. Hot topics of the week. What are we going to chit chat about today, my friend? Why don't we start off what Messi said about coming to Miami? How special and cool is that? You know, I know you're not very into sports. It's I'm huge. a little bit more sporty than you, but like this is so good. You're more sporty spice, but I live with three boys and they love sports. So I have right. to listen to it. I listen to it. I, I, I absorb okay, it by osmosis. Right. Well, it's a big deal. You know, I've it's always huge. been, I've never been such a fan of soccer, but I am a like fan of sports in my city. So I know how incredible this is going to be for our team and for our city. Oh my and God. I'm super it's huge. excited about it. Not that we need any more people in Miami because I'm, you know, everybody wants to live here. Or another organized sports team but we'll take it <laughs> right well it already exists by the way he's just gonna join it <laughs> he's gonna blow it up oh absolutely yeah i mean with somebody like 
like him, obviously joining the team, it's going to take our team in our city to a different level because there's definitely going to be more interest. And, you know, I plan to go to the games. I don't know about you. I said to Steve, I'm like, since soccer's starting up, maybe we can get those year round seats, you know, that we missed out on on the heat. And he's like, oh, they're already quadruple what they were worth. You can forget about that, you know. Um, right. But but yeah, so this guy, so Beckham was able to buy the franchise for twenty five million, and now this kid joined, and it's worth a billion dollars. Talk about yes. that, and that's Listen, a great investment. I think he he killed it. You know, first of all, yeah. let's talk about like I've always been a fan of him. You know, of Messi, and by the way, he owns an apartment here in Porsche. I think he has it rented. Or have you seen him in the hallways? I've seen him before. You know, we've been what does here he look for like in six person? years. He's cute. You know, he's he's. He's like, he's cute. Yeah, he's a cute. His wife is very cute. Also, they have a very nice family. They're always together. I've also seen him around in Miami. Mm-hmm. And I love that they're such a united family. Mm-hmm. And they're always together. So I think that's one of the things, you know, like when I like the player, I kind of like to know who he is, where he came from, how he started and what he's mm-hmm. about. So I've always been like his fan, you know, not only as a soccer player and the skills he has and the talent he has, but like who he is as a person. And I feel like, you know, you can say hi to him and he says hi, he'll take a picture. And I love what he did recently. I don't know if you heard about that when he was walking in the red carpet with his wife and the children and they were taking a picture. And after they took the whole family picture, like the paparazzi, the photographer was saying like you look to his wife, like, OK, now you can get out of the picture. And oh. she's like, OK, so she, you know, following the rules, whatever. She wants to step away from the picture. Or and he goes, he no, said, no, no, no. Wow. That's my wife. And she's staying in the picture. I love and it. She came I back love it. And he took the picture. All his pictures were with his family. And I was like, what a guy, like what a man, like what a husband. Like, I fell in love even more with him. Isn't that the main reason why he wants to live in Miami for his family, not for the money? Of course. I mean, how much more money does this guy want, right? Like, this is a guy who's like putting all this money aside and say, how much more money do I want? My family's more important. Mm -hmm. Miami's the city. I think her parents or his parents also live here and have an apartment actually down the street from me, too, in Sunny Isles. And um, and they want to be here. And. Mm -hmm. He's so young. He's going to have such an incredible future. He's going to continue to have it with the team. And he's actually going to be owner. They're going to give him ownership. And he has Adidas that's also going to give him a share and Apple. He's going to make so, so, so much money, more than whatever they offered him in Saudi Arabia. Way more. 400 million they offered him, right? Yeah. 400 million. Is that what they offered him? Yeah. But besides that, I don't think he wanted to play with his rival. Like Cristiano Ronaldo's already there. Cristiano Ronaldo. So Mm -hmm. like... For him, it was like, why would I want to play with my rival? He's always been his rival. And like, I don't need more money. He's 36 years old. He's probably he wants to be his own star and lead his own team. Yes. And I think that he can do it. I am super proud. I can't wait to see him around Miami. And I know he's going to continue to be as nice and humble and sweet. Mm -hmm. I think it it was the right decision. Um, Obviously, that's why he did it for him and his family. And sometimes it's not all about the money. Well, he's going to do real well with those deals because those deals are more than the well, other even deals. financially, this makes more sense because he's going to have a stake in the team. So like not only are you going to play it, you're going to own it. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. And yeah, we'll have more people visiting from all over the world to watch Messi. Miami's getting so crowded. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of celebrities living here. I think the celebrities also like to come here that. I don't feel like the paparazzi, I mean, they're around, but they're not as invasive as they are in Europe. 
I think like in yes. Europe, in they're, Spain, they're remember dangerous. Remember, we talked about that before. We even Shakira. Yeah. Shakira's now here in Miami because of one. that's one of the reasons, obviously, because the paparazzi are literally, they live outside your house. There's no mm -hmm. privacy. It's all about getting that picture, getting into the Ola magazine. Oh, my and, God. And it's really, really becomes tiresome. It's, I think he just deadly. didn't want it. He was done with Europe. You know, he was done with Europe. Mm -hmm. And he had, you know, a great career over there. And I think in Miami or in like the States, you know, maybe not Hollywood or California, but I feel like here in Miami, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I'm not going to say that five years from today or 10 years from now that, you know, we won't be that city because of the amount of celebrities that we have here. There's going to be, you know, paparazzi but waiting outside your we house. We go to L.A. a lot. It's not that bad. You know, the places where they're hanging out it and depends. the places where they're not. It's not that horrible. No, but it is. I mean, as far as that goes, yes. But if they know where your home is, how do you control uh -huh. that? New York's, I think it's worse. Well, hopefully Miami won't become that because I love yeah. our city to be, you know, know. chill. And I love, Me you know, too. for people to be able to, you know, to have a life. I mm. mean, it's already hard enough, you know, what they do. I mean, he's really an athlete. Like, who cares if he's like coming out of his house, you know, with his wife or his kids? I mean, unless he's doing something he shouldn't be doing, then that's the picture. But if he's always with right. his family. Well, that, then... And unfortunately, that's what people want to see. That's what but they want to see. he's not going to get in trouble. He's a he's a great guy. I was just watching the Anna Nicole Smith documentary on Netflix and there was a she would constantly bash her mother and say that she had a very abusive upbringing, but apparently she didn't. And she told her, her mother would be like, Anna, why do you say those things? And she said, because nobody wants to hear good news. They love the bad news. They love to know that things are going wrong in your life. And I make more money if people know things are going wrong in my life than if they're going great. So that's, that's very sad. It is very that's sad. That's very sad. But unfortunately, we know that's true. Yeah. Because, yeah. We, because we know. <laughs> because we know. Just take it from us. We know, right? And even though we want the world to be a better place and we're always, yeah. you know, obviously encouraging that and talking about all, all those things, I feel like secretly people don't wish you well and don't want to see. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think in general... You know, even though we've made so much progress and so many issues, social issues, mm -hmm. I think that we still live in a world with with, you know, a lot of hate and unacceptance. Mm -hmm. But yeah, here in our city, and we want to focus on on the good and people loving Miami. And I you know, know you and, and I do. I don't know about everybody else, but I know you I and know, I but do. coming to have a family. You know, I think it's, you know, Shakira came to raise her kids here with her both, you know, young children. Uh -huh. So, you know, I, I mean, I know Miami seen as like a party city, you know, and it is. We have that, too. But I think it's really great, like families like Shakira and like mm -hmm. uh, Messi, you know, to come David Beckham and his family. You know, they also have children. You know, I think that that's a very positive thing for our city. And I'm very to have have all those amazing families here. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. And this boy's going to make a lot of money. This is actually a better offer than what he was getting. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, that's why he did it. Just the Adidas deal. I mean, if they're giving him a percentage, I mean, look how much Michael Jordan makes a year off Nike. You know how much he makes a year? $400 million. Hopefully Messi's mom is negotiating the deal, too, just like Michael's mom did. That would be great. That's the same money. Bueno, his mom is Argentina. His mom is Argentina, so she's probably a good negotiator, too. Yeah, she they sure are. She get the deal. And by the way, Adidas needs to needs like somebody like Messi because, you know, wasn't it Kanye that was like associated with Adidas and the Yeezys and all that scandal before? So they need to get back to athletics and get out of fashion for a bit. Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. Well, talking about Kanye. Yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about certain things. Other people like to talk about him because I actually <laughs> like him, too. He's a little bit of an enigma to me. He is. But that's, you know, that's 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 interesting. Right. Yeah. That he himself doesn't know like who he, like who he is or how he is. But I'm happy that he's found some, you know, happiness and peace. It looks like with his with his new wife. Right. Doesn't he seem calmer? He does. Or quieter or he retreated or he just I don't know. Or maybe he just got a big spanking from life and he needs to go away for a little bit and recalibrate. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to get, you know, it, it's easy, actually, not hard. It's easily. To is get it easy? In- <laughs> no, it's easy. easy. <laughs> to get caught up in that you know especially when you were married to kim kardashian and mm-hmm. and i love that kind of life you know i can't even mm-hmm. imagine and he got so sucked up in it and i'm very happy to see that he's you know found some peace yeah he looks like he's found some and, peace. and a woman because you know sometimes a woman can take you to hell or a good woman can actually bring you some peace and stability in in your life he, he must be creating something good because he's very quiet i hope so and because they took away a lot of his money or he lost a lot of his money so he needs to replace it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he needs to yeah recalibrate for sure but you know i'm happy that he's around with now north you know that's what like i've been reading that no, you know north spent the weekend for his 46th birthday that he got to celebrate with his wife and north his daughter was there and she seemed very like loving with his new wife bianca so you know i'm always happy to see that because i know as a parent it's very important for your children to love who you're with and um, and I'm sure it's important, you know, for the children to feel loved by whoever your mom or dad are with. So I was very happy to see that. How do you feel about that? I, I was we all know I have no children of my own, but I was brought into a family through my new husband and my new relationship where he had his own sons, stepkids. And I met them very quickly, like within the month of us dating, I met them and within two months we were already on a Thanksgiving vacation cruise together, you know, on a boat in the Bahamas. And you know what? What I, what I find from them is that they love me because they see Steve's happy and Steve loves me and that makes them happy. And that's all they care about. Right. So your stepsons are older. Sometimes the kids are younger. Teenagers. And they really don't have a voice or don't have Mm -hmm. a choice. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like it's not so much how long does it take or what's the right amount of time. I think it's more like it should be the right person, right? Like, for example, like sometimes you're dating or getting to to know someone, but you kind of know it's not that guy or it's not Mm -hmm. that girl. I don't think you should bring your kids around. You know, I feel like you need to have something more solid. You have to be more um, like you have to know before because, you mean, the kids get attached to these people Mm -hmm. and um, and you don't want to see like, you know, your mom or dad, right? Like switching partners every three or four months. Oh, by the way, this is my new boyfriend or new girlfriend at any age. It doesn't matter whether you're a little kid or you're an adult. Oh, my God. It's it's difficult because you get attached, obviously. And I'm, you know my parents were married until they died, but I can imagine that the attachment and then the severing of that is, is very difficult. Um, uh, and it's up to the parent to decide if this is the right time or not. So, you know, it's, it's a difficult call to pick a time frame when it's the right time, because some people pretend to be great and you think you're doing amazing with them. And a few years down the road, they're a totally different person and you get blindsided and that things don't work out. So 
Every right. situation no, is I mean, different. I think that some people overthink it. And those are the people that take forever to kind of like bring, you know, to introduce their kids to their partners. And then I think that some other people, you know, men or women could just be very quick. And even without thinking about it, they're like, oh, meet my kids. Right. So I think it's something that's personal. You know, I think it's yeah. obviously it's something that's exactly. very personal. And you kind of have to know whether it's worth it or not. Or like, yeah, this is the person that I can see myself, you know, and th- at least the rest of the year and the holidays and all this. So, you know, it's a good time you guys meet. Mm-hmm. And other times, you know, when it's not that person, I think you should keep your, ki- your kids away. It- it's unnecessary. Like you're the one that's in the relationship with the man or woman, like not your kids. So you need to take your time. And Pete is a, I mean, listen to me, Pete. <laughs> I'm thinking You're of talking Pete, Dave, slip Pete David. Pete Davidson. Well, she brought, kid. Uh-huh. yeah, she brought North around him at six. Well, I don't know when she brought him around, but the first photos came out after six months. But Kanye's allegedly married to this woman, but not legally. So she's a wife. I don't know. They're all doing well, whatever they want to do. We've already discussed about the legality of things. You know, a piece of paper doesn't really change things. Mm-hmm. But if you're with this person, and obviously he is, he, she's been in his life for, you said, a year or two. I mean, that's somebody that's important in, in Kanye's mm-hmm. life. So I think it's important, you know, so imagine he's having a birthday party and he can't invite his kids because, you know, you, you don't want your kids around this person I'm with. I yeah. think it's important because as a parent, you want your kids to like and love and respect the person that you're with. And even though North is still a very young child, she knows what's going on. You know, it's not like when we were growing up, Mari. Like nowadays, these kids know everything. I mean, you think North isn't reading about these things? Yeah. You know, it wasn't like when we were growing up that our parents were going to talk certain things. Y te mandaban pa cuarto. Vete pa cuarto. Oh, little pictures have big ears. I heard that so much. (laughs) Go to your room. Everything was like, so I never really heard like adult conversation when I was growing up, you know, unless Mm -hmm. it was like by mistake, I wasn't supposed to hear it. But nowadays, I feel like the kids are always around and they have so much information. Well, they know that you would remember because you remember everything. You're like, get Alexia out of here. She's going to remember everything we're talking about. <laughs> y me lo va a sacar en cara 20 years from now. No, but the <laughs> thing is exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> no, but the thing. No, back then it was just like a different parenting style. But I feel like today, you know, the parents do want to involve the children and everything and the the children like have a say and have an opinion Mm -hmm. and you want to take your you know your children's you know feelings into consideration but um again you know I mean who am I to say or you right like when is it how when is the right time nobody has an answer it has to be right for you and that's my answer it has to be right for you it has to make sense for you absolutely I remember in Hollywood it's not like they live you know like they they stay together like for such a long time so it's like, if you don't introduce them soon, you may never meet them again. <laughs> so. Well, in that family, definitely. They keep yeah. it, they keep recycling mm-hmm. quickly. But I feel like uh, other people like it, have gone like that, that same critique. You know, I think Jennifer Lopez is another one that, mm-hmm. you know, always, you know, brings her children, you know, into all her relationships. But if you want to see the good in it, there's going to be a good argument and a bad argument. So like, is it mentally healthy, psychologically for the child, you know, to see this and to introduce them to, or is it because she's such a good mother? She wants to like embrace her family and she wants to bring the kids in and she wants to make sure like everybody gets along and do the blended family thing. I mean, it's something that's really personal and you just have to know yourself, right? I I mean, I don't know about psychologists or anybody in the mental health thing. Like it's, 
it's been proven, right? Or there's like research to back this up. I, I like well, I don't we know would that. need Nancy like, for that because you know? she would have had the research. Well, my mom was married and divorced oh. five times, <laughs> so I met I met a lot of the guys. <laughs> but you know, yeah. So that so it depends. You know, like again, I mean, she tried to hide oh, them. Oh, she but, did, you know, but you would find out. out. Yeah, that's why she'd send you to cuarto. Oye, like, look, I don't even know what the hell I would have done, for God's sakes. How many times have I rushed into a, a relationship? Thank God I didn't have kids. Who knows what I would have put them through? Meet this one, meet that one. I love this one. I love that one. They would have hated me. They would have been very confused. Right. Like, I can only speak, like, you know, about me, you know, like having mm. my kids And sometimes you're in a relationship with a guy and then it's important to know whether the guy is going to be accepting of your of your children and is going to be loving. And it's, you know, because that's, you know, obviously for a mom, a very important trait that the man has to have. So if the man doesn't like children and he doesn't like to be around children, it's kind of like in the beginning, you can kind of, you uh, you know, understand that and say, you know what, then you're not. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever noticed someone that you thought this isn't good for my kids or this guy? No, I mean, I was lucky enough that, you know, after the dad, I had Herman that was super loving. That's how he actually won me over because he was so loving with my kids. You know, he adored my kid, my kids. So I was very blessed with that. So to me, that's a mm-hmm. deal breaker. Like you have to mm-hmm. love my kids. You know, I come with the whole package. Yeah. So you have to love me and my kids. And they were young. So it was easier, you know, if, in a way. I mean, they were kind of hard with Herman, by the way. They were so little. They were hard. They were so little. Four and they eight. were hard yeah, at four because, and you know, eight. At that age, they only want you to be with their daddy. Yeah, they only want you to be uh, with their dad. Yeah. Remember. So that's how it is. And then you know, I was like so involved. You know, they always, you know, small children always think that whoever comes is going to take mm-hmm. that love mm-hmm. away from them and is going to like take yeah, their mom and dad. From I remember them. that. So you know, that's what they think when they're little, and you know, as they get older, there's different issues. You know, but um. But yeah, you know, it's just like working through them. But I think, you know, as a mother and even as a father, I mean, I can only speak. I'm sure the man wants the same thing. You know, the man wants to know that he's with a woman if she doesn't come with kids and he has kids that is going to be accepting of his kids and is going to include them and he's going to love them. And, you know, you're you're not there to replace their mother or father, but you're there to be their friend and to support them. That's that's what I do. I, I just try to be like a friend, a big sister. I'm not here to teach anybody anything. Just remind them it's Father's Day, which, by the way, is coming up. And I reminded them five times it's Father's <laughs> Day. Don't forget about Father's Day. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all we can do. I, I They have a mom and they have a dad that raised them. And, and my stepkids are so nice and so awesome. But maybe I shouldn't. I definitely shouldn't get involved because I don't want to mess them up because they're perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, that's good. That made it easy for you then. I was lucky. I got very lucky. Well, hopefully Kanye will get lucky. And, um, and you know, all of his kids will love, you know, whoever yeah. he's with. I mean, I know he's married to to this woman now or whoever it may be, because as a parent, I know that we, we always want that. Yeah, I think he seems good. I think he seems calm. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
speaking of parents, can you believe Al Pacino is going to be a dad? I for At 83? I for I can't believe. No, 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 no. Y se verán horrores, dice la Biblia. I mean, I, I didn't even think you could still, like, have that. You know what I mean? Bro, he has a super sperm. That guy well, is like... I know you could still probably, have a... You know how full of himself he is right now? I know you could still have a baby, but I didn't think he was still like sexually active like that. And his girlfriend's like, what, 29? What? There's something called Viagra. Okay, so this is not fair. Okay, so I know how he can, you know, how he can have sex with her because obviously there's Viagra right. and other like stimulants yeah. for him. Yeah. And he can get a heart on and he can do it. Uh, but what about her? I, well, I mean, well, honestly, apparently she was with like Mick Jagger before. So she's got like, I love, I'm hot for daddy vibes. Well, I mean, she she's definitely has daddy. daddy issues. She actually, she's hot for grandpa. <laughs> yeah, she's it's not even abuelo. daddy. It's kind of like abuelito. Abuelo. Yeah, like abuelo. She has like abuelo complexes. Where's her <laughs> grandfather, please? Yeah. And I just think it's gross. <laughs> Honestly, because the it's, age difference it's, is so significant. It's, it's so large. Really, I'm sorry. And like, they want to compare, oh, well, there's, you know, there's 15, 20 years. Bro, this is a lot. This is too, too many years. And to the point that it's it's gross. Do you think they planned it? No, he didn't even know himself that he can impregnate a woman. You think? He thought he had done some treatments. In, yes. So he himself, that's why he questioned it. And she had the paternity test. Because he didn't know, obviously, they were having sex, but he didn't know he could get her pregnant. Holy so she had the, you know, the DNA shit, testing bro. where said he was the father. So oh now the guy, on cloud nine, he's like, oh, it's super sperm. I made this happen. I'm 83 years old. He's going to be the head at the nursing home. Hey, hey, I can make yeah, anybody a baby home. here. That guy's never going to see a nursing home. <laughs> Dude, he's going out with 29-year-olds. The guy's never going to see a nursing home. He's, you know, you his nursing know. home is going to be like at a girl's club, like at a teenager's club. You think he's going to die I at mean, the strip club? I think club? it's a little bit too much. He's going to die at the strip club? No, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, truthfully, I know everybody's been talking about this. For you, like, what's an age difference? Like, do you see anything wrong in, like, having this age difference? Is it just me? Like, how do you feel about so, it? So, like we said, I mean, is it something emotional? Is she won't have, like, grandpa issues? Like, I don't know. It's just, like, why? Well, uh, yeah. If you have those kind of issues, yeah. you need to go see a doctor. Something, I mean, I'm I know sorry. most women in their 20s want a hot young guy. Oh, my God, the ball <laughs> to the knees. That's not cute. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I I mean, let's be honest. She was with Mick Jagger before and he's in his 70s. That's like... I think she sets these guys up. I mean, it's not like... I mean, anybody could be... I get it. You know, uh, you know, these are like legends. You know, I'm not saying that it's anybody. She must have like some psychological thing. Like, I don't care who they are. Obviously, she's she's okay with that old. And, you know, I just want to have the attention. You know, some people are like have these problems that they just want that kind of attention. Mm. They don't care whether it's good or bad, mm -hmm. negative or positive. Mm -hmm. They just want to be talked about. Yeah. And this must be one of these instances. And she figures, you know what? I'm 29. You know, I'll have a baby with this guy and um, and he'll be the heir or heiress of, of this fortune and empire. And you know what? Your dad's Al Pacino. Oh, I, I just, I just. How does she even know who Al Pacino was? I don't even think she was born when he was, when, when his movies were like playing on the screen. Maybe Mick Jagger told her about him. And then she's like, that's my next move. <laughs> who knows? All I can say is that I feel bad. I think it's irresponsible to have a child. I think it's so selfish. Old. Yes. Because let's be honest. What has he got? Five, seven, eight years left. Ten max. 
90s. It's well, hard. No, but he cannot be a great dad to run around and play football and do all those things. And okay, you know, but what I guess mean? what? There's an argument. There's also an argument. I mean, a great dad doesn't make you just because you run around and throw a ball. But what I'm trying to say is I mean, the other and even being coherent. Be like, he, when you get older, you lose your coherent. Well, I think he's not coherent right now. I mean, that this is why he was able to do this. Like, what coherent man <laughs> can go she- out with a 29-year-old? Like, what are you talking about? Is she on TikTok and showing them the TikToks? I mean, what does a 29-year-old have to talk about? At this point, anything is, is possible. But the fact, like, I don't think he must be like 100%. When you know you can even have a conversation but that's with the somebody problem, that's man. You can't, fifty years younger. How are you gonna have a baby when you're not a hundred percent? It's like it's we both have parents that got older. We know how it is. The decline is strong to have a baby. Like you're just not gonna be able to be a great parent, right? It's like difficult. I think. I mean, I, the age difference is is already you know really really significant between them. I can't even imagine what they talk about, what they you know their dynamics or anything like that, but. Having a child, they have a fifty-four year age gap. Wow. Fifty-four Is this years. Like the couple that has the largest, the, the 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 most amount of years, like in Hollywood. I want to say because I'm sure there's other couples. I mean, I haven't looked that up in the Guinness World Record book or whatever. I don't know, but Anthony Quinn had his thirteenth child when he was eighty-six. I I'm still. Ah, mira tú, he's trying to beat him. And what about Julio Iglesias' father? What about Do you remember Julio Iglesias' father? He was a doctor. He also impregnated a woman and he was like 80 something years old. I actually was going to look it up and I forgot. Uh huh. There's a few of them out there. Yeah, there's a few of them doing. Yeah, by the way, we live in Miami that we see this all the time. So we're used to the significant age gap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we go here, we go out on Marisol and we see a lot of super old men with very young women that it just doesn't make any sense. You know, obviously, they probably have a lot of money because there's no other reason why any of these women, you know, would want to be in a relationship with somebody that's 30, 40, 50. But in this particular case, Al Pacino's girlfriend, her family is very wealthy, mm. supposedly. Mm. So, you know, they're they're kind of saying like, well, it's not really because of the money, because obviously that's the first thing that people think. But I think she has psychological problems, which, you know. Is even yeah, scarier I don't, I don't, because I don't think it's, she has some kind of needs that yeah, she needs to. It's be, definitely psychological. With, it's definitely psychological. For me, it is as well. And then you see Robert De Niro that did the same thing a little younger. He had a child when he was 79 and his wife was 45. He looks fantastic. He looks a lot better. They have a smaller age gap. Right. 30 year age gap. Yeah, 34 that's year okay. age gap. And you know, I feel like a woman that's 45, don't you think, you know, has a little bit more yeah, understanding about life yes. and has a little bit more wisdom yes. and experience yes. than a 29 year old. Yes, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Can you imagine her parents? Like her parents are younger, way younger than, than Al Pacino. Yeah, I know. But you know, at this point, you know, some people, are, you know, I'm sure her parents are saying, well, it doesn't matter because it's Al Pacino. You know, and not too many people can say that. But in their defense, I'm going to say something like in their defense. So, for example, like, you know, people will be saying, well, you know, he's, um, you know, it's really selfish or inconsiderate because, you know, that the child is not going to have their dad for a long time. But then again, there's a lot of children that are brought into this world that don't have their dad around for a long time either. So like nothing is guaranteed. You know, I just hope that the time that he is alive, he is a good father and he gives the baby a lot of love and that she continues to do it because it's, you know, those years that count. So hopefully he'll be healthy enough. 
But, you know, that could be his argument as well. Like, you know what? I'm bringing this baby into life with a lot of love and I want this baby and I'm going to give it as much love and nurture and support that I can until the day I'm not here. But nothing is guaranteed. There's a lot of young men that die as fathers and are never fathers, you know, to their baby. Absolutely. Or that they get divorced and they never take care of their babies. They all have a bunch of brothers and sisters that are going to be their family. They have young mothers that will be their family and they have a lot of clips and money and clips and movies to watch and see who they were when they were young, middle age and older. And I relish. That's what she's probably doing while she's having sex with him. She's probably thinking of Scarface, Al Pacino. Say hello to your little friend. I love one of the greatest things and gifts that I have is the footage I have of my mother on the show because I can see her alive again. And right. it's great. And so they're going to have well, that. Hopefully they're the baby have will have that too. A lot of brothers and sisters, they have grandchildren. So their babies are going to be uncles and aunts to the kids too. They have big families. Well, I mean, me as a baby, I would ask my mom, mom, how, how did this happen? Like the baby's going to have a lot of questions because... Well, you're you know, that, that baby. baby's going to grow up to be that a kind boy of baby. or a, girl, a young a man or a young woman. And she's going to say, Mom, how did you like fall in love with my dad that was 83 years old? Oh, my God. I don't. Right. I don't know. I'm sure she has. I'm sure she has, Um, you know, really good reasons why she fell in love with him. So or whatever. I mean, I don't even know if they're in love or not. But I was going to say, love. we don't know if there's love there. We just know there's baby. Well, how did you there's have sex babies. with my dad, Mom? <laughs> and the, And now. They're going to be aunts and uncles to their father's grandchildren that are actually older than them. That's confusing. I don't know. That me está confundiendo. You're getting a little bit so too they bo- confusing. So I know Robert De Niro has grandchildren. I'm not sure if Al Pacino does. Yeah, he has seven children. Right, but he also Robert De Niro has seven. But he, children. he's also a grandfather. So the new baby sure. will be an auntie, a younger auntie to his grandchildren. That's confusing. Yeah. Well, Al Pacino has four and his oldest is 33, which isn't that old because, I mean, I have a 31-year-old son. Mm-hmm. So he had children later on in, in life. Mm-hmm. You know, these men from Hollywood and their actors, you know, I feel like they all have these inflated egos, you know, and they think that every woman in the world, any age, wants to be with them. And guess what? They're right. That's how we found this one. They're keeping their virility alive. It's their legacy, their virility. Look at me. I went out. I will never forget Anthony Quinn. I remember when I was in my 20s. I'm like, this 80-year-old man is having another child? Who does that? When you're in your 20s, 80s is like so old. My grandparents died in their 80s. By the way, it's still old like for me. Yeah. You know, I'm well, well, I mean, come on. I mean, I won't even like, no. no so me, it's like, you know, I can only speak for myself. At my age, I don't even see that happening. So it's like. I mean, is is like, are we going to go pick up and start dating in a nursing home? Because that's apparently what this is starting to look like. Well, welcome to the world. Welcome to Hollywood. Welcome to Miami. Mm. <laughs> because we have that problem here in Miami as well. I think where there's money and fame, there's always, you know, availability. Oh, yeah. And look at Sora. One of my friends. Oh, yes, my friend. This was great. Mm-hmm. I could talk with you for hours. I'm sure we're going to hang up and talk like we usually do. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we know we don't have enough time to talk. And we can just sit here and talk all day long about age difference, about children, about family, about relationships. Same money. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yes. Thank you for listening to us. 
Ay, por favor. Ay, por favor. <laughs> See you next time. Hasta la próxima. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Ay, por favor podcast. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Hasta luego. Hasta la próxima. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you one at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.